another shark attack, folks. I am convinced wildlife is turning on human beings. <laughs> another shark attack off the coast of California. Steve Broomer, 62 years old, described on Wednesday, he said it was such a beautiful day. There was no wind, the ocean was flat, there were no waves. It was so calm and tranquil and peaceful and I had a big erection and nothing else on. And yeah, I, I, I was completely nude with a big erection and I ran off the beach and I already had my flippers on so I looked like Bozo the Clown. You know, running across the beach in my fucking flippers, completely nude, with my little pencil dick bouncing up and down, you know. Now, I'm paraphrasing here what he said, just so you know. Um, you know, I got a good idea. Let's let the shark attack victim speak for himself. It was such a beautiful day. It was, there was no wind. The, the ocean was flat. There were no waves. It was so calm. I could, I was out swimming. I was out swimming off the Lover's Point Beach. I went about a mile and a half, and on the way back, just gliding through the water, looking at the sea grasses and the sea stars. I was about 150 yards from being done near the beach when just wham, just this most, I, I, don't, I don't even know exactly what happened, but it was just, I was just, well, turns out it was bit ferociously by a shark right across my thighs and, and my abdomen, and it grabbed me and pulled me up and then dove me down in the water. And then, it, of course, it spit me out. Uh, I'm not a seal. It's looking for a seal. We're not their food. It spit me out. Well, don't act like your ass is hurt because the shark wasn't interested in you. You taste like shit. Live with it. And it was looking at me right next to me. I, yeah, probably disgusted with himself. He couldn't believe he had you in his mouth. And it was looking at me right next to me. I, well, I'm so happy y'all had a moment. Let's not forget the fucker just tried to eat you. Thought it could bite me again, so I, I pushed it with my hand and I... Wait a minute. <laughs> you just pushed that big brute with your hand? Thought it could bite me again, so I, I pushed it with my hand and I... That's right, you slapped that bitch's face. Ooh, not today, Sharky. Kicked at it with my foot and it left. Oh, you kicked him too. Well, how about we just throw your ass in jail for domestic violence, you piece of shit? We go on and try to tear me down. I will be rising from the ground like a skyscraper. Like a skyscraper. Would it be fair to say that sharks eat the wrong fucking people? That guy's harmless. No point in eating him. I, I tell you, I've got a couple of Oklahoma originals I'd love to feed to the fucking sharks, but the sharks probably be fucking finicky and wouldn't eat them either. But listen carefully. Oklahoma's back in the news. But this story could have applied to anybody around the world. Oklahoma man allegedly killed his friend over the weekend. They went fishing together and he killed his buddy because he was convinced that his friend was going to kill him and feed him the fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Oklahoma original, folks. An Oklahoma man by the name of Larry Doyle Sanders, 53 years old. He was my age. He took his friend Jimmy Knighton fishing right down to the South Canadian River. That's not very far from Boys Room Studios. Hell, if I walked out of here, got in my car, I'd be at South Canadian in 10 minutes. 10 minutes stops. 
I guess in many ways it it really kind of hits home, but this story could apply anywhere. Because Larry Doyle Sanders took his friend Jimmy Knight and fishing down the South Canadian and then hit him over the head and then choked him out, strangled his ass, killed him. Larry advised he believed Jimmy Knighton, the victim, was trying to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Was Sasquatch even there? Are you sure, Larry? Didn't I see Sasquatch standing on the other side of the river on the shore going, hey, man, I'm out of this shit. I was just down here looking for some fish. I don't eat people, okay? I ain't eating nobody. I ain't. I don't have a dog in this fight. Uh-uh. The only time you see me is when I'm out by the turnpike flipping off cars. That's it. Anyway, Larry killed him, and he would not allow Jimmy to get away from him. Of course, you were trying to kill him. Larry punched Jimmy, struck Jimmy with a stick, and then strangled his ass and left him out there. Well, Sanders remains in the county jail, and I hope the bond is set really fucking high. And I hope they don't have Amazon or Spotify, or they're listening to this show right now. Hey, Larry, look, I know Sasquatch personally, and you should probably know. He's been on the fucking Jenny Craig plan forever. So unless Larry is on the week of breakfast or the recharge bar menu. I don't think you have anything to worry about, you crazy bastard. You know, I'm getting to where I dislike Tom Brady more and more, almost fucking daily now. Um, Tom Brady did an interview with Francesca Bacardi. Interview headlines out, Tom Brady, my wealth is the hardest thing about parenting. Yeah, Tom Brady thinks that uh, he and Giselle Bunchen's wealth is the hardest thing about raising their children. Tom whines, you know, we have people that clean for us. We have people that make our food. We have people that drive us to the airport if we need that. We get off a plane and there's people waiting there for us and we get ushered in. That's my kid's reality, which is the hard part to say, guys, this is not the way reality really is. What can we do about that? Fire some fucking people. That's what you can do about that, Tom Brady. Fire some fucking people and tell Giselle to get her ass in the kitchen and make some fucking hamburger helper. Three, well, I'm sure with your kind of fucking money, she can make something a little nicer than that. But for the fuck of it, for the laugh of it, have her go in the kitchen and make ramen noodles for everybody and you all sit there at the kitchen island and eat them and i promise you you all sit there and just sell or you can make them tom that's fine i do most of the cooking around here so tom you make the fucking ramen noodles you all put them in the fucking bowls if you even know where they are get the fucking spoons sit there eat your ramen noodles together you might actually feel like a family for the first time. That empty fucking house of yours might even feel like a home. 
You see, house and home are two different fucking things, you nimrod. Why don't you buy a vehicle and drive the family around town? Take a fucking road trip. I woke up one Saturday morning like 6 a.m. Trish and the boys were still in bed asleep. And I just woke up, made a pot of coffee, took a shower, put my clothes on, just waited. And as they started to get around, I made breakfast. And I said, hey, guys, after breakfast, run to the bedroom and everybody pack an overnight bag. Why? Just trust me. You have anything else on the menu today? No. So we got on the road and Trish said, where are we going? I said, Amarillo. And she said, Texas? And I said, yeah. She said, why? I said, dinner. Just for the fuck of it, man. We went to the big Texan. The kids got to play in the slot machines. We got to go there where Man vs. Food was filming. And it was all on a fucking whim. And it was one of the greatest memories of our life. Do something on the fly, Tom Brady. Give them kids a life outside of your fucking wealth. Try being a dad instead of making excuses, chicken shit. Find a fucking team, would you? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking about, for just for a second, sorry. I was thinking about Baker Mayfield. Hey, let's see what Baker Mayfield's doing. Cleveland Browns, of course, they made the big decision. They're going to hang on to Watson. Watson? What? What? Yeah, the chicken choker, monkey spanker. I guarantee you Jack Lynx is going to be lining up to uh, peddle their fucking beef jerky every Browns game with him as quarterback. Baker Mayfield is on his way to the Carolinas. That's right. Heading down there to play for the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Panthers, presumably, hey, they wouldn't have traded for quarterback Baker Mayfield if they believed in the quarterback that they have, Sam Darnold. Yeah, they wouldn't have traded for old uh, Baker. So, like I said, obviously, his agent did some fabulous work. And Panthers... They've got Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and just like I I really feel this is going to be a make or break for Baker Mayfield. He needs to kick some fucking ass. He's got direct competition right out the gate, Sam Darnold. He's going to have to fight for his fucking job. It's the best thing that could have happened to Baker Mayfield. I mean it sincerely. I think it's the best thing for him. I hate Carolina Panthers. Look, I used to live in North Carolina. That was as close to fucking South Carolina as I ever wanted to get. Holy shit. It's a beautiful part of the country, but man, some small-minded, real hardcore prejudice people. I just didn't give a shit to be around. My God, it's their constitutional right to be that way, and it's my constitutional right to get the fuck out. So I let them pay out a year of my contract. I hightailed it the fuck out of Greensboro. God, it sure was pretty, though. I fucking hated how late everybody got up there i'd be down at the grocery store at 6 a.m fat fucking chance you're gonna get groceries at 6 a.m in greensboro oh i hated that everything didn't open up till like nine or ten o'clock i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you people you realize we don't live in the 1800s anymore we're up and early around here okay 
Anyway, things are really changing in this country. I don't like the direction it's going. Now, stick around. I got a Russia update. Um, and folks, listen, I have somebody that tunes into this show. They are bypassing Vladimir Puntang's internet block in Moscow because he doesn't want Russians to see what's really going on in Ukraine and the fat chance that who somebody is pinging in from fucking downtown Moscow. For all I know, it could be Vladimir Puntang himself listening to this fucking show, but I don't think so. I haven't exactly been kind to Vladimir Poontang, and I'm sure it would have hurt his feelings had he heard some of the stuff I had to say about his beady-eyed little shit ass. Anyway, so I've got a Russia update. I love to give him truth updates about what's going on in Ukraine. The Russian people need to know. They're getting their fucking asses kicked. And I got a, I got a truth update coming up here in a moment. But first, I want to talk real quick here about what the country I feel is becoming. We are becoming so fucking reliant on stuff, folks. We got Alexa turning on our lights and our TV and setting our fucking room temperature. And we've got Vroom that'll bring cars to you if you have some kind of an issue. No having to hitch rides anymore. Vroom will bring you five or six different fucking cars to choose from. BMWs or Hyundai. What do you want? Shit or something really that will get you laid. You know, I... What, what else do we have? DoorDash, you know? You don't even have to go out and eat anymore. They'll make this shit there and bring it everything right to you, DoorDash. Or, or how about the, uh, what is that one called, Door Robin or Blue Ribbon, or where they send you the perfect amount of ingredients and everything? Everything is pre-measured, so all you have to do is pre-throw it in a fucking pot and cook it? Wow. You're going to trust how they measure shit to let you decide how you measure shit? Do you have any idea how many preservatives are in a lot of the shit that you're eating there? I mean, I love good takeout and listen. When I lived in L.A., I lived in Koreatown, ham hung, ham hung. I was at that fucking restaurant at least twice a fucking week. I was there. You grilled your own food in the fucking tables, too. Does that make any sense? I went to a restaurant to cook. It was so fucking good. Korean barbecue, the real shit. Oh, my God, is it good? Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, nobody wants to cook anymore. We are becoming so reliant on stuff. Folks, do you all realize, do you all realize that all this shit you're loving and living on, after a while, you're going to be able to call Amazon and they're going to deliver dicks to your house. You're not happy that your pecker isn't big enough. Don't worry. Amazon will show up with some minimum wage paying guy that can fucking do plastic surgery on the fly. And in less than two hours, you're going to have a brand new 12 inch cock. Argentinian left. It's a, it's a brown one. Is that okay? Honky. Okay. Um, (laughs) it's getting ridiculous folks. And I only bring it up because I'm telling you, listen, I tell my sons this all the time. Don't forget, guys, whatever they fucking give you, they can take it away in the blink of an eye. Now, if you're reliant 
on that shit to set your room temperature and wipe your ass, what are you going to do? You're going to suffer because you're at their mercy. Hell, half the idiots around here don't even know their own fucking phone numbers. They don't know their kids' phone numbers, their wife's phone number. Stupid. They're going to take some shit away, man. Yeah. One of these days, you're going to be able to call and order food delivered to your house, and you won't even have to eat it. No. No, no. They'll bring the food, and it will be a, you know, It'll be like a enema bag, you know, and like a reverse bulimic psychology thing. You know, you don't have time to sit down and actually cook and consume and eat a meal and wait for it to digest. So buy a pre-digested meal. You get all the nutrients in the enema bag. Shoot the enema bag up your asshole. That's right. Yeah. Probably come a little 8 by 10 glossy. You know, what the meal looked like after it had been cooked, before it was consumed and digested and sent to you. You know, maybe they got action photos of a nude model eating it or something. You got to think outside the box. Yeah, yeah, I'd call the Enterprise, blow it out your ass, Dash. Yeah, hey, are you hungry tonight? Oh, we're, but we're going to be late for the movie. That's okay. Let's let's call Blow It Out Your Ass Dash. You'll enema, all enema. We'll go to the movies, have a great time, still have an empty stomach to eat popcorn. Yay! <laughs> Just a thought, folks. Get on it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time right now for... We're traveling all the way to Russia because somebody is listening in Moscow and I'm sure they're looking for a little truth update. Let's do it. Vladimir Putin continues to order his men to shell and target innocent civilians. They just did a story about a mother and her little four-year-old toddler who were both killed along with 17 other people in one of the shellings that your country is inflicting on Ukraine. You guys need to be declared at this point. Russia needs to be declared a state-sponsored terrorist organization. That's how low Vladimir Puntang has sunk. And that's how he's making the Russian people look. You look like a goddamn terrorist state at this point. You're getting your fucking ass kicked. You have gained no ground. On the contrary, you're losing Crimea. That's going away, folks. That's going back to Ukraine where it belongs. You're not going to be able to lie, cheat, steal, and murder your way out of this one, fuckers. Okay? Russia's in real trouble because you all won't do the right thing. That guy's got to be 86, and it's up to you to do it, Russia, if you don't do it. Let me tell you something. Nobody's going to take you seriously anymore, but I want to tell you something, Russia. Listen carefully. I want to tell you something that you may not be aware that's going on. Now, you'll remember back in the beginning, I told you, I really feel in my heart of hearts that fucker is going to run. Hey, Adolf Hitler ran. They all ran. They all have a way of egress, okay? Usually several escape plans. Your uh, head honcho, Vladimir Poontang, is no exception. He's going to fucking run, and I think they're making plans to do it right now. See, you can turn transponders off on jets, 
but you can't always duck the fucking radars. They're out there anyway, and people have been watching Russian planes zigzag all over your country into Serbia. Now, where are they going? What are they doing? These state-sponsored flights, they've been zigzagging all over Russia with the heads of state on those fucking planes. Sometimes they'll touch down in cities. They won't be on the ground for any more than 10 or 15 minutes. Seems like they're there just long enough to pick somebody up, and then they're flying into Serbia. You know what that tells me, folks? Yeah, your state, your government, the Russian government, the heads of state, they're fucking running. They're gathering their families and all their shit, and they are fucking running and leaving you to hold the bag, Russia, and hold the bag you will. You have murdered and terrorized Ukraine to the point you have no chance of winning. The whole world looks down on you. You want people to look up on you again? Do the right thing. In the fucking war in Ukraine. Pull those soldiers out of Ukraine, or Vladimir Puntang is going to declare war on Ukraine. He's going to start a mobilization, and you're going to find yourselves on the fucking front line in the eastern Donbass and I promise you this you ain't gonna win you ain't gonna win you're up against NATO weapons United States weapons yeah you and China both are a bunch of goddamn jackoffs put your pitchforks back in the fucking barn they don't stand a chance like I say all we did was loan Ukraine our slingshot we loaned him a slingshot and now the kid with the slingshot is kicking the shit out of you man (laughs) wait until we really start getting in your ass with f-35s russia your only chance to turn things around is to 86 vladimir puntang that's your only fucking chance in the eyes of the world russia is a sponsored terrorist organization you and those jackoffs in syria In China, you're a bunch of goddamn terrorists. Everybody knows it now. The only way you can turn it around is to get rid of Vladimir Puntang. You're going to have to storm that Kremlin, or the people in charge of the Kremlin are going to have to cut old Vladimir Puntang's legs out from under him. I say take him out front of the Kremlin and hand him over to the people and let the people decide what to do with him. And I'm just throwing suggestions out there. No dunce cap, no timeout. You need to find the nearest tree you can if it hadn't been blown to shit yet, if it hadn't been cut down for cooking wood yet, and you need to lynch his beady little ass up from that tree, take lots of pictures. We got to believe the pictures, folks. Matter of fact, I want to see autopsy photos with him split open. I want to make sure he's dead. Cut his fucking head off. They're terrorists. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stand the Joke Man Show. You guys have a great weekend. Get out there, be thankful for what you got, and live a little bit. Property at Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. That's where you'll find me. Broadcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon. Right here from the Boys Room Studios in Henrietta, America. Until Monday, my friends. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, Dios.